Hello and welcome. This is Perspective for Parents. My name is Nick Thompson, and this is a podcast for parents of adolescents. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Before you say yes, make a date with your 168. This episode is for the parent who's feeling overwhelmed, who's feeling frustrated, maybe even resentful, due to all the commitments, responsibilities, activities that consume their life. The 168 is a self-care system that I share with parents who have a habit of saying yes, saying yes too many times when their plate is already full. So where does the name come from? Well, there's only 168 hours in a week. That's it. That's all we got. Whether you're Beyonce, Bill Gates, Jill in accounting, some some dude with a podcast, 168 is all you get. And no matter who you are, we are all tasked with being the steward of these 168 units of time. This universal fact is so important to remember when someone makes a request of your time. Because when you say yes to something, you are actively saying no to something else. Another way to say or to see it is saying no to someone is a way of saying yes to yourself. I could not agree more with that quote, could not agree more with that view. And this topic brings about the question of why. Why is it that so many parents say yes too often? And when I thought about this, I think the main reasons are these parents are good people. And secondly, it feels good to say yes. Right? Wouldn't you agree? If you're a good person and you're kind and compassionate, well then, you say yes to people. You say yes to their requests. Yeah, it sounds good. But it actually doesn't work as a sustainable approach to being nice. Brene Brown talks a lot about this when discussing boundaries. She defines boundaries as telling someone what you are okay with and what you are not okay with. So basically, saying yes when you're okay with it and it's good for you, and saying no when you are not, when it's not good for you. And back to the wanting to be a kind and compassionate person. Brene Brown's research shows that the most kind and compassionate people in the world are the most boundaried. Yeah, you heard that right. The most compassionate people on earth are really good at saying no when they need to and when it's good for them. Because yeah, think about it. Saying yes all the time will result in being overwhelmed and resentful. And that, that will definitely keep you from being a compassionate person in the long run. The other reason I mentioned why why we do this, for many of us, it's because it feels good. When someone requests our time, our expertise, our energy, our effort, first off, it can feel good that they see us in that light, but also it feels good to tell them yes. Of course I'll help. Especially when these requests are made in person. So let's picture it. 
So that that person that you know, sort of know, you don't know at all, they, uh, uh, they've made their request. So picture them. Their, their, their eyebrows are raised. They're, they're leaning in. They've got that optimistic stance and that hopeful look on their face. And then we give them the yes they were looking for. And we see them express some version of relieved or overjoyed, maybe a combination. And then, because of witnessing their positive emotion, we too feel a positive emotion. Briefly. Briefly. Emotional contagion does its thing. Remember, emotions are contagious. That's just that moment. That's the moment before we realize what we've just done. What have I just done? This scenario that is like so many others is the reason why we must make a date with a 168 before we say yes. Okay, so what is this 168 thing? The 168 is a self-care tool. It's a visual breakdown of how you spend each of the 168 hours in a week. So you may say, uh, my weeks are different. This is an average week. Very important thing here. Every single hour must be accounted for to make this tool useful. All 168 of them. So to help account for each hour, I'm providing a link to a print off of a schedule that goes through an entire week hour by hour. So if you fill that out completely, you will be able to categorize the activities or time spent, add those hours up, and then list them on your 168. But maybe you don't need to do all that. And you're just able to list the categories and fill up the 168. Visually, the 168 tool should look something like this. So the category will be listed on the left. So think like sleep, work, exercise, something like that. And then the average number of hours dedicated to that category each week will be listed next to it. So for example, you know, on the left, it would say sleep, maybe a dash. 56 hours. Maybe thinking like, yeah, right, 56 hours in a week. But hopefully you're there, 50 to 60 hours. And as I'm sitting here telling you how it should look, I want to make sure that you know to make this tool your own. Do what you want. If you want to put a little bar graph next to each one, you know, showing how many hours it it takes up compared to others, or maybe throwing trend arrows up or down, it's up to you. Live it up. Make it you. Make it yours. To be of help, Maybe helpful to provide a little more detail to what I'm talking about when I say categories. Um, so I, I mentioned some earlier, talking about the category sleep. Like I said, hopefully 50 to 60 hours a week are dedicated to that category. Maybe you work at a job for 40 hours a week, plus commuting time if you're commuting. So the commute would be a category. Additionally, hours spent doing the essential errands of the week, maybe groceries, driving your kids to their activities. What else? Time spent getting ready for the day, so looking at hygiene routines, maybe time spent eating, time spent cooking. All of those seem necessary, mandatory, but it doesn't stop there. There's other activities like like family time. Actually, I would hope that that goes under the necessary time, the mandatory, but uh, what else? Um, Time spent working out, time with friends, solo self-care time. I guess in that could be reading a book, taking a relaxing bath, watching a show that you like on Netflix. I think you get the idea. The most important thing is just just be sure to really break it down. 
Break it down so you can account for every single hour of the 168. Remembering, this exercise does not work unless every hour is accounted for. And you can even break things down into half hours or quarter hours if need be. And I'm telling you, just completing the 168 tool is a useful exercise. You'll be surprised. It's, it's eye-opening. And it can be really helpful to see just how you spend your time. So at the very least, this provides us an important awareness of how we're using our most precious resource. But let's hope you just don't create the tool, but that you also choose to use the tool. All right, so once you've created your 168 tool, you now have a self-care system in place that you can, and I will say if you care about your self-care, that you should visit before saying yes to anything. What the 168 will allow you to do and in a way force you to do, is to visually see what it is that you will be saying no to or who it is that you're saying no to by saying yes to that request. Usually and unfortunately, the categories that take the hit when we say yes to something, they're usually family time, solo self-care time, and sleep time. This is why this exercise is so important, because I hope we can agree we shouldn't be taking away time from those things, from our families, from our own self-care, from getting the hours of sleep that we need. And yes, I, I, I do this, and I, and I promise you, it is so much harder to say yes to that weekly volunteering thing at that one place when you see that making that choice That'll force you to take away precious time from sleep, from family, from self-care. Going back to that moment, in the moment of the request, the emotion can make us forget just how busy we are. So yeah, sometimes we have to see it to believe it. We have to see how busy we are to believe it. And that's what the 168 does. It allows us to see it. In addition to that, it also allows us the benefit of pausing before we give our answer. So how the 168 does this? Well, when someone makes a request of our time in person or otherwise, we make the rule, and I strongly encourage you to make this rule. The rule is post-request, we must consult with our 168 before giving an answer. Even if you think the answer is an immediate yes. I love sharing this specific benefit of the 168. Because if, if you're the type of person that doesn't feel comfortable saying no, maybe because you're a people pleaser or you don't really like feeling guilty, that's all right. Instead of saying no, the 168 allows you to use the word so instead of the word no. For example, after an in-person request is made, you may say, so, I'm going to need to check my calendar, or so, I'm going to need to think about if I really have the time required to appropriately dedicate myself to this wonderful opportunity. Or maybe even you just go with the, uh, uh, so, I'm going to have to revisit my 168 before giving you a final answer. 
And that one could be great because you might be able to just like sidestep the whole request altogether by shifting the conversation to this specific self-care tool. It's such an important reminder. We have to remember that there are more than two acceptable answers to someone's request in the moment. We are not limited to just yes or no. There's also so, which is some version of I'll get back to you later, but only after I check in with my 168. So remember the rule and use it if you like. You don't say yes to a request without sitting down with your 168. And if you don't feel comfortable with an immediate no, go with the so. The so response. And give yourself the time needed to allow the emotion of the situation to dissipate. Because you know that one. Once it dissipates, it gets replaced by the reality of what is. And the soul response also gives you time. The time needed for you to consult with that 168. I really do hope you use this tool. Parents that I've shared it with tend to find it quite helpful. As I said earlier, I use it. And I can't imagine not using it now that it's a part of my life. And I just had a thought. I didn't even bring up the B word the, uh, the whole episode. The B word being balance. And really, that's what this tool is all about. And it's what self-care in general is all about. So now that I've brought up balance, it allows me to share this quote. You do not find balance. You create it. And a quote, yeah, we create balance. We do not find it, it's created. And the 168 is an effective tool to create that balance. And once that balance has been created, the 168 then becomes a great way to monitor the balance and therefore keep the balance in our life. So I hope you give it a try. I hope you believe the exercise of looking at how you use your time is worth your time. Thank you for listening. If you found this podcast useful, please subscribe, rate, review, and share with a friend. If you would like to find more information about this podcast or my upcoming presentations, please check out my website, perspectiveforparents.com. Spelled out, that's perspective, the number four, parents.com. Thanks again.